Welcome to this installment of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in my home office on a very, very early Friday morning, <laughs> getting ready for the weekend. So it's been a couple of weeks of travel. Uh, the previous week we were actually in Virginia for vacation, so we made a nice probably 700-mile road trip throughout the state. We'll probably do a, uh, a post or two on that. And the next probably six weeks it is travel 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 which is good um so this is going to be the first of the series in the off the eaten path focusing on food in the states that i travel through and we're going to start in florida my home state and actually going to start a little bit uh in south florida with this episode and work our way north in the uh the next few episodes. So my connection to Florida is pretty straightforward. I was born in Dallas, Texas. At the age of three, my parents moved to Georgia. At six, uh, we relocated to California. At seven, moved to Maryland. At nine, it was back to Texas. At 11, it was back to Georgia. At 13, we finally headed to Coral Springs, Florida. At the age of 20, my dad was transferred back to Georgia. And since I had secured a fairly solid minimum wage job, I decided to stay behind then six years later, I found myself my first real job and headed to Georgia. And then at the age of 45, I came back to Florida where I've been for probably the last nine, nine and a half years or so. So I've spent the better part of 23 years eating in this state. I mean, I've been to uh, some great restaurants, you know, from Todd English's uh, Blue Zoo at the Swan and Dolphin to the Sea Shanty down in South Florida, Joe Stone Crab, Miami Wolfies in Hollywood. Uh, the Kapok tree and, you know, out towards, I think it was Davie, Davie, Florida. The great thing about growing up in a family full of foodies is that my parents actually would seek out these great restaurants. You know, some of them were the classics, but other ones were off the grid. And uh, actually, I, I kind of prefer the restaurants that are off the beaten path. You know, we've talked about In-N-Out Burger and how people, you know, strap on a diaper and drive three or four hours just to get a burger. You know, I'll, I'll in and out's not bad, but I I will put it on par with the Five Guys any day of the week. So, so I actually have a collection of states on Yelp, where I group uh, restaurants. So I have a Florida collection. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. So we're going to start in South Florida and kind of uh, focus on that area for this episode. First one up is a place called the New York Grilled Cheese, located in Wilton Manors, and it's it's been a few years since I've been there. But the reviews still seem to hold up. It's located in this two-square-mile area called Wilton Manors, and if you've never been there, it's uh, it's a wonderful mix of arts and crafts, uh, great personalities, great food, and the uh, the restaurants you know run the gamut from something as simple as the New York Grilled Cheese restaurant that we're going to talk about, all the way up to um, some great steakhouses. On my visit, I chose the uh, Buffalo Grilled Cheese, and any time I see the word buffalo and chicken, I'm usually uh, I'm usually a sucker to order it. Um, but they offer such delicacies as a mac and cheese grilled cheese or their New York Times Square pizza melt. But probably the hit of this place is their tomato bisque soup. Now, I'm not a tomato soup guy, you know, growing up, especially in the winter when we lived in Maryland. Um, tomato soup just kind of missed the mark for me, and I think Minus the uh, the pasta, you know, to me it was like liquid spaghetti. I just it really didn't care for it. 
But New York Grilled Cheese offers this tomato bisque that is this thickened mix of tomato puree, some nice heavy cream, and it's got just the right amount of spices. It turns it to this beautiful orange mix. You know, they say you eat with your eyes first. Definitely worth ordering. Every other thing I've eaten on the menu has been good, but um, my go-to every single meal is their tomato bisque soup. Next is the Cook and Cork. Uh, located in Coral Springs, Florida. This one's easy to miss. It's tucked into a uh, strip mall right off a of sample road. I think it's between a wing stop and a, and a vet. So it's, it's kind of easy to miss even when you're driving through the parking lot. The facility is small, maybe 15, maybe 20 tables, not huge. Uh, if you're going to dine with a party of four or more, I would highly suggest making a reservation. The menu's not humongous. It always changes. Um, but it's varied. You know, the last time I went, I think I had their fried chicken and waffle, and it's their own take on it. You know, chicken and waffles is getting to be pretty standard, but they actually add this uh, andouille gravy and this ancho syrup, and that taste combination mixed with the waffle and the, and the chicken just just kind of sets the meal. I mean, it's, it's perfect. The other favorite when they have it on the menu is their spare ribs. It's a... Uh, pear juiced uh, barbecue korean barbecue sauce and they throw in um, some cucumber and some chim chim kimchi some kimchi with it again just a perfect fall off the bone well-cooked rib with just the right amount of seasoning and so you know their menu might be small but they've got a phenomenal wine list i guess that probably uh highlights the cork in the name of the restaurant i mean they go so far as to have one of my favorites, a Camus Cabernet by the glass, uh, which is hard to find in restaurants. So, again, Coral Springs, Florida, worth stopping in if you're in uh, that neck of the woods. Next up are a couple of burger places. Now, for me, a burger is one of those meals or one of those foods that you can get really, really right or really, really wrong. But when it's done right, a hamburger is just a glorious meal. I mean, it's one wonderful. Think about all the, the backyard barbecues. People gathered around, dad flipping the burgers. Just a, a great communal meal. So uh, the very first place is the Burger Stop in Coconut Creek, Florida. Recently, it was named one of the 11 best burger joints in Florida, and I wholeheartedly agree. Now, before I had relocated to Orlando, Burger Stop was about five minutes from uh, our previous residence, the Frickford Farms, before we moved to uh, Chateau Relaxo up here. <laughs> and we found ourselves here a couple times each month. This is a burger lover paradise, but they also have milkshakes that will just change your life, uh, from Lucky Charm milkshakes to uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch milkshakes to Golden Graham milkshakes. I mean, they uh, it's a great way to end your meal if you've got any room left. My favorite is, it's not my, my cardiologist's favorite, but is the Big Sexy. It's two eight-ounce patties uh, with white cheddar cheese, four strips of bacon, they're not so secret sauce, and of course a fried egg. A phenomenal burger, probably a little bit on the overboard side, but you know, if you're going to an all burger restaurant, that's kind of what you want. The other favorite of mine is their peanut butter jelly time, and it's peanut butter, of course, with this tomato jam, cheddar cheese, caramelized bacon. Again, a perfect food combination. <laughs> Doesn't sound that great, but makes up for it in the taste. I'm a wing guy, we've talked about it before. 
you know, one of those wing guys that's not into the whole ghost pepper infused Carolina Reaper glaze. I mean, I, I don't want snot running down my face while I'm trying to enjoy a meal. You know, I went through that phase of life in my uh, mid twenties and I'm, I'm kind of past that. I'm trying to preserve the, uh, intestinal tract. You know, one of the tips that I always have at, at a place before I order wings if I've never eaten there before is, Hey, are your wings fresh or frozen? You know, if they're frozen wings, it's not a bad thing. The taste is going to be a little bit different. But to me, it indicates if they're if they're punching out frozen wings, they're probably not selling a ton of them. I mean, nobody's going to buy fresh wings and let them sit in a walk-in for two to three weeks. Uh, if they do, they're probably going to end up on one of those Gordon Ramsay shows. You know, just, just an indicator of, you know, hey, how do they move? You know, are they selling a lot of wings? Now, Burger Stop has two great wing dishes. The first one is their Funky Buddha Hop Gun Hawaiian Glazed, which is a uh, a mouthful, but the Funky Buddha is a brewery located in Orlando, uh, Orlando, down in Oakland Park. I think they've recently been purchased by Corona or one of the big conglomerates. They offer this Hop Gun IPA, probably one of the best hoppiest IPAs. God, I sound like a hipster. Uh, one of the hoppiest IPAs that you'll ever taste. And so they actually mix it with some pineapple um, Hawaiian glaze and coat the wings in them. It is a messy, messy, messy dish. Uh, plan on grabbing a whole roll of paper towels. Delicious. Again, a perfect combination of the hoppiness of the the beer mixed with the pineapple taste of the the, the pineapple to, to form this wonderful glaze. The other one is their root beer sriracha wings. And uh, again, a taste combination or ingredient combination that you wouldn't think works, but it does. I, I think the sweetness of the root beer um, mixed with the flavor of the sriracha sauce, just it pairs very well. So um, try either one of those wing combinations and your palate as well as your nasal passages will thank you. Next up, Tucker Duke's Lunchbox. Uh, they've got two locations, the original in Deerfield Beach, and they've recently opened one up in uh, Boca Raton in the last few years. I truly missed Tucker Duke's. Uh, this was one of those places that we'd find ourselves on at probably once a month. It was a little bit of a drive. The one in Deerfield is right off of Powerline Road uh, on the side of a public shopping center. It's worth seeking out. Highly encourage you to start your meal with their nacho tots and uh, try not to channel your inner Napoleon Dynamite when you order that. Um, but it's a pile of tots with uh, pulled pork and some uh, cheese sauce, so liquid cheese, which is, I think, one of the greatest food inventions of all time. Sour cream salsa, scallions, onions, uh, cilantro, olives, I think they even throw in there. Uh, great way to start your meal. Definitely split it with two to three people because you're going to find yourself full and not able to eat your burger. As far as the burgers go, first time you go there, definitely order the Tucker Duke. It says right on the menu, we do not change the Tucker Duke burger. Best burger in town. Fried onion rings, American cheese, Tucker sauce, spring mix, and tomato. Now, I'm not a fan of restaurants that are going to tell me they're not going to change anything, but I'll give Tucker Dukes a pass on this one because... I think if you add or take anything away from this burger, it's going to miss the mark because this burger truly is an experience. Now, the other nice thing about Tucker Dukes is they have a phenomenal beer list, including some hard-to-find beers on draft, 
you know, you can always ship in beer from Asheville or, you know, from Portland and places like that. But to actually have it on draft uh, really says something about the restaurant. So, again, a great place. It's going to be packed, especially if you go there on a Friday or Saturday night, but worth the, uh, worth the experience. Next, we're going international. This is one of my favorites, Fado's Irish Pub, located in Miami. Uh, first ran into Fado's, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago in Atlanta. I think they've got a couple locations there, uh, Buckhead as well as a recent one down in Midtown. I know they have a location in Annapolis. I know there's one in Miami. And I think there's some out west. I know there's one in Chicago. Uh, my wife was uh, there for Chicago for vacation a couple weeks ago when she mentioned it. The uh, The Miami location is tough to park. It's on Brickell, but everything in Miami is tough to find a parking space. So uh, oh, I think we had a business lunch down there. And our waiter was Latin. But he seamlessly switched between this Latin and Irish accent. I think we had a running over and under bet every time he returned onto the table on which accent he was going to be uh, be uh, using when he uh, when he when he talked to us. So started the meal with uh, top chips. I love homemade potato chips. Again, a very simple uh, food item to prepare. But theirs in, was uh, covered with again liquid cheese, but it was uh, infused with harp lager kind of added a little bit of a different taste to it and then topped with crumbled bacon a great way to start the meal i went with their grilled chicken and bacon sandwich uh the last time i was there and it was okay um you know their shepherd's pie is top notch i wanted to try something different a couple of the other guys had never been there before so they went with the fish and chips and uh, one person ordered their fado gourmet burger and once that burger arrived, it immediately won the admiration of the whole table. I mean, it was uh, this hunk of meat that looked like it had been cooked on a, an open flame grill. I mean, it wasn't perfectly round, didn't have the perfect grill marks on it, but it looked like somebody had really taken the time to uh, to make a burger and grill it. Next time I go, you know, that'll definitely be my go-to. Uh, talking to our waiter... The uh, he had said that Fado had many many personalities during the uh, the work week at lunch. It was strictly white collar. Week uh, weeknights in the evening, uh, some stragglers from the white collar crowd on their way home, mixed with some of the uh, the locals out for an evening stroll. But he said on the weekends it was strictly a Gaelic Miami party restaurant. So I don't know what that means, but. To sum it up, it's a, it's a great food, great experience. Um, you know, stop in if you're down in that, that neck of the woods. We're going to move a little bit north to uh, Fort Lauderdale to a place called the Riverside Market. And I'm going to read a little bit of my Yelp review uh, because I think it kind of sums up this place. You know, Riverside had been on my wish list for some time and recently it lined up so I could check it off. Uh, what a cool place. Being a beer guy, this is a must stop. The interior is as eclectic and welcoming as it gets, we were greeted and given the explanation on beer selection, decided to bypass the big comfy sofas, and roosted on a high top. I went with the Philly chicken, you know, amazing bread piled high with chicken breast and cheeses. My dining partner ordered the barbecue chicken pizza, which actually was better than mine. Uh, it was uh, this homemade chunks of chicken, red onion on a bed of barbecue sauce that had a kick to it. Now, the beer selection is pretty straightforward. There's a cooler with a number on it. Grab a beer. 
tell your waiter or waitress what uh, number cooler it came from, and they write it down. So it's it's basically beer on the honor system. I mean, what could possibly uh, go wrong? I truly miss this place. It's kind of hard to find. It's uh, off Broward Boulevard, tight, kind of back through a neighborhood. I think there's a canal behind it. And recently, I think they took over the building on the other side of the street. But if you ever find yourself down in the Fort Lauderdale area and you're hungry, check this place out. You definitely won't be disappointed. Last up is Jasmine Thai and Sushi, located in Margate, Florida. Another stop that was located less than two minutes from the previous Frickford Farms. Made it really easy to grab a meal to go or uh, or a sit-down meal. I'm a sucker for Thai food. You know, from duck to uh, seafood combo, everything at Jasmine rocks. My pretty much standard go-to is their Pad Thai. And I use Pad Thai to test a Thai restaurant's proficiency. I mean, it's not an overly complicated dish to make, but... If they get it wrong, more than likely they're going to struggle with any of the more complicated dishes like the rote or uh, any of those. Not super expensive, uh, well worth the value. They've recently renovated, so it's very bright. Not your typical Thai restaurant in my opinion, but again, well worth it. Right off 441, just a little bit north of Coconut Creek Parkway. So there you got it. If you happen to head down to South Florida, there's no shortage of road food. So do yourself and your belly a favor and and stop in. Pick one of those places. There you have it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and safe travels.